0: This is The Messy backend, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail. So we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your hosts of The Messy Back End, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker. Welcome. Thank you so much. We have a wonderful show for you today, because as Andrew Wilkinson said, you don't have to make yourself miserable to be successful.
1: And later on, we're going to be talking to Lita Green, confidence expert, speaker, and best-selling author, which is so cool today because we're talking about balancing home and business life. Lita's been through a lot of trials in her personal life, and yet she speaks out, she speaks about, and has mastered the ability to stay positive and choose happiness despite these trials. She's figured out how to balance her life and her business, and now she's going to share her secrets with us.
0: During our podcast today, you'll hear from real entrepreneurs with real messy backends. Our experts will help them by sharing their experience, expertise, and the tools they suggest to get it all cleaned up.
1: If you're an entrepreneur with a messy back end and you would like to have advice from our experts, we want to hear from you. Give us a call at 801-810-6726 or... Visit us at themessybackend.com. If you are an entrepreneur with a messy backend and you would like to be a guest or submit a question, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. Are you ready to put your business on autopilot and actually live your life? We simply offer the best strategies and solutions anywhere online at Lock and Load Marketing. Development, design, and marketing solutions to keep your business on target. Come conquer life's challenges with laughter with our very own Nate Tucker, founder of laughingwithnate.com. Funny guy, photographer, digital marketer, entrepreneur, philanthropist, animal lover, and most importantly, pizza connoisseur. Visit laughingwithnate.com.
0: Now let me introduce you to our wonderfully amazing panel this week. We have Trish Thomason, one of our regular expert panelists, founder of Social Buzzerfly. Trish has a love of social media that grew from her 12 years climbing the corporate ladder, then managing and operating a local company, rebuilding it from the ground up through sales and social media. We have Pooja Krishna. She brings over 24 years of business experience to Maroon Oak a leading network pla- networking platform and digital marketplace for women entrepreneurs. She also writes and teaches about digital media and brand building. She has been featured on Huffington Post, Forbes, and Thrive Go- Global, among others. As a mom and classroom mentor, Pooja believes that success is about mindset first. David Eggertson, dubbed as the systems guy is brilliant with creating, executing, and managing effective systems. As an entrepreneur in web development and IT systems management for over a decade, David has helped thousands of people to streamline success, both in their professional and family life.
1: Before the show, our panelists are given a detailed description of our entrepreneur listeners' biggest messes. In this segment, we like to call the e-mess. Our expert panelists will each share their idea, strategy, or tool for success.
0: The entrepreneurs who submitted the messes will then choose the advice that they like the best and that they feel is the best solution for their situation. Then, in 30 days, we invite them back to hear how the solutions affected their business
1: listeners can then find out more details about the description and the messes at themessybackend.com slash ep9
0: if you'd like to send in your messy situation give us a call at 801-810-6726 or email us at hello at
1: And now, on to our expert panel for their expert advice. Don't mess your seat, folks. Here we go.
0: So the first question today is, I have young children at home who are not yet in school. I want to help with the expenses of the family, but I cannot go outside of home to work due to the cost of childcare, daycare, transportation, all that fun stuff. Plus, I'd like to be home with my children while they're growing up. So how can I balance the client work I finally have coming in with taking care of my family? Is that even possible?
1: Yeah, and include cooking, exercising, because, you know, especially entrepreneurs, we want to be like thin and fit, whatever. I have a photo shoot next week, and I've gained 10 pounds in the last month. Mm -hmm. How do you balance all of that? Let's go ahead and start with our um, regular expert panelist, Trish Thomason.
2: Oh, thanks, thanks, well, gosh, that is the hardest question. How to balance work and life while you have little kids? Um, I have done this you know i I actually went from a, a job where I worked for the man that's uh, what I like to call it at least in the corporate America. Uh, sixty hours a week was regular time, and I remember as soon as I had my first kid going to them and saying, "Hey, I really need to." decrease this time. And um, uh, part-time was 30 hours a week, which is kind of crazy. And then, uh, you know, you kind of fell off the corporate ladder and uh, they didn't want to have anything to do with you. And then a year later, they thought it looked good. And they gave me a a work-life balance award. I got an award for work-life balance kind of funny, but honestly, as an entrepreneur. Was it a pink slip, Trish? Was it a pink (laughs) slip? (laughs) No, it was not a pink slip. Uh, No. Um, But eventually, you know, I went more into an entrepreneur world. And I do think you have a lot more flexibility when you get to have your own clients and kind of control that a little bit. Um, For me, I think the key is scheduling and planning and delegating and not to feel guilt about spending time with your family. Um, so really scheduling, making sure that you are have the right plans in place, uh, making sure that you're delegating things out that you don't need to do. Uh, really what has been huge for me as a mom, uh, as I brought in a little more income, I also delegated housekeeping. You know, I have a maid that comes in and takes care of my house It is a miracle. It can save your life and maybe your marriage Um, and certainly your weekends. (laughs) I think that um, you have to really accept help where you can and say no to certain things you can't do. Uh, You really can't. Unfortunately, you can't do everything. So you do need to just accept the time that you have available and take in help and delegate what you can and then and you know, and just shoot for the stars, but understand your priorities are just a little different when you have small kids at home, and that's okay. You have to be okay with that.
1: You know what? I absolutely love that, and I love the delegating. Actually, the expert we're having on later in the show, Michelle McCullough, is one of the biggest delegators. I think possibly what went through a lot of people's mind when you said delegate is, oh, I don't have the money to delegate. Michelle hires. Um, high school kids to come to her house after school and they help with her kids and they pack boxes and they clean her house and they do her social media. And I know Trish, that's what you do, but if you can't afford to hire Trish, hire these little kids, they will sit on Instagram and Pinterest all day long for like 10 bucks a day. Right. I mean, that's like slave labor, but you know, you just, <laughs> yeah. there are ways to hire out. And honestly, housekeepers really aren't that expensive either um, I think those are brilliant ideas. David, why don't you give us a father's perspective? I know both you and your wife, your wife is a coach and you're a web designer. So I know you're both super busy and especially as a digital nomad, constantly moving. How do yeah. you manage it all?
3: Yeah. So my wife and I have worked you know, from home for a long time, uh, both entrepreneurs and uh, we also homeschool. So imagine that, wow. right? So, we, so we, uh, we manage all of this. And the key really is systems, right? Early on, we figured out that we knew nothing about parenting. We were both the youngest. and so
1: we Shocking. Figured you can't get a manual like famous? the rest of us.
3: <laughs> we figured out really fast that we were in trouble. And, but we found a system, it's called Teaching Self-Government, that is fantastic for setting up a system for your family. And What's so it called we,
1: again? Say that again
3: teachingselfgovernment.com is the website. Um, and it gives you all of the tools you need to get your kids self-governing, which is huge. And so now in the morning, like we give our kids the instructions, okay, here's the list of things you need to do for your homeschool, do, 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 And they go and do it. And then uh, Melissa and I work uh, and we get, we get all kinds of stuff done and uh, she's able to do her, her appointments and such. And then of course we check in with the kids and make sure that, uh, see how they're doing and everything. Um, but it works out really great. And our kids are, are super smart and they're super self-driven. And uh, you know, a lot of that's because of the parenting skills we learned, which was huge. But just like in business, we need systems and skills, right, um, at home. And so it's super important to not forget that and to make sure you're implementing in all parts of life. The other thing I wanted to mention is that it's more about quality of time than it is about quantity of time right and so make sure when you are with your kids when you are at work with with whatever you're doing make sure you're all in wherever you're at right a lot of people they'll get home from work and they'll check out right and they'll just want to like check out and just veg right and that's just that's not fulfilling first of all like people think that oh I don't want to go home and have more work but it's like but guess what's fulfilling? More work is fulfilling. <laughs> so don't be afraid of work. Don't be afraid of your kids because it's going to be more work that you have to discipline them, that you have to teach them, whatever. Don't be afraid of that because there's actually a lot of fun in that. So switch your mindset there and just realize that, man, life is fun, right? And and being busy is fantastic. It, there's actually, it, it's beautiful. When you're bored, that's when life stinks. So don't, don't be afraid mm-hmm. of being, It's okay, um, but just get systems in place so that you know what to do and you know how to handle different situations that come up and just be flexible like Trish was kind of saying there and and really just like Live life with purpose right and and right now I'm living in Guatemala. We're kind of all over the all over the place. Now, so we got we got to a point where we're like, man, we've got things kind of figured out <laughs> so we're gonna like go travel the world. So that's what we're doing now. And we'll be in Bali this fall. We'll be in New Zealand during the summer. And we'll be in you know all all of these different places that we're planning on going over the next five years. Eventually, we plan to go back to the United States. But um, but for now, we're we're out. We're digital nomads, and we're hanging out. And uh, my wife still takes client calls all the time. And and it, and we're making it work. But the key is is that we have systems in place. And and not just our business, but with our family as well. We've got really, that
1: is. Yeah, I think that is so key. Um, Nate, you were. Did you say something in there?
0: Yeah. No, I was just agreeing with that. Uh, you know, I don't have. I'm not a dad. Uh, I'm not a mom. Uh, I, but. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> but at the same time, I. Uh, You know, I'm also not necessarily struggling with the work life balance, but being that I've grown up with chronic health conditions, I kind of had to end up working that, you know, that entrepreneurial job where I can set my own schedule to fit in doctor's appointments and physical therapy and checkups and all those things. So I I definitely still understand that managing, you know, balance and time and everything and something that works really well for me. Um, is kind of like what David was saying about when you're in the moment, be in that moment. Um, Like something that I had to do was actually turn off a lot of the notifications on social media apps. Just be like, you know what? I don't have Facebook on my phone anymore, but I still got Facebook Messenger. So that if people message me directly, it's like, okay, I need to do that. But I'm still not checking it all the time. I don't have my phone ping or light up because when I'm doing something else, that's what I need to be focusing on. Um, And then another huge thing for me is setting up time in, for me, it's 10 minute blocks because I might have the ultimate ADD brain and like not be able to get focused, but I'm like, you know what? I can focus on something for 10 minutes at a time. So it's like another thing that David said is like, sometimes people after a long day at work or working on a project for a while, you just want to sit out and veg or whatever. And that's fine. It's because your body or your mind needs rest from the activity that's been doing all day. And so it's not that we don't want to work. It's just that we're worked out in that specific facet or that specific area. And so you can continue to work just in a different way that you've been doing. So if you've been making phone calls all day, maybe now it's time to put in, uh, you know, put on the music, uh, take a five minute dance break and then get down to writing while still listening to music where you're like, I don't want to talk to anyone for an hour or a day or a week or a year, whatever it may be. But yeah, you set up those systems to kind of, uh, I guess, manage your time better get
3: on the floor and let your kids climb all over you it's a lot of work but it's way different work
0: it's different work exactly
1: it is definitely and you know what it's really funny i was actually driving uh to pick up my daughter from school the other day and i saw a dad out throwing the baseball with his kid and he had the ball in one hand and literally was looking at his phone and and throwing the ball with his kid and i'm like Dude, 10 minutes. Give your kid 10 minutes without your phone. And if you can't do it right then, tell him you'll do it in five and set the timer. My kids are always like, mom, it's been a minute. You know, it's been 20 minutes. So set a timer. If you do have to do something immediately, set a timer. That's great. Let's go on with Pooja. She is joining us from New Jersey and has some great more motherly advice on what do you do to manage your, uh, your family and your work? Cause it can be hard.
4: Absolutely. Hi, everyone. <clears throat> so yes, I'm a mom. I also run two companies full time. And my husband travels often internationally. So there is the life of the single parent oftentimes. I have one daughter. So yes, it's a bit, a bit of a challenge. But I think the first thing to realize is that for us as parents, as work at home parents or work from home parents, the balance is always going to be dynamic. You know, every no sooner than you figure out that you have a system in place, it's all going to go out of whack. And, you know, it leaves you dissatisfied because there's a lot you want to do and with your work, with your family, and it's not happening. And you always find yourself falling behind. So very important thing to realize is don't be hard on yourself and sometimes go with the flow. Having said that, there is the importance of setting up a system this is something I write about and I often even uh, talk to a lot of women entrepreneurs about though I'm sure dads go through the same thing one thing that really works well for me is what I call a split shift you know so get up early in the morning uh, work a little bit work when my daughter goes to bed if you have younger children who are at home plan your work around nap times. So this is particularly applicable to high value work, which needs all your focus and all your, all your attention. You know, whether you're writing content, whether you're working on some kind of a coding or something which needs all your focus, work on that. The second thing is to prioritize what is important on any given day. The third thing that works very well for me and a lot of other moms I know is to make a few things like chores and fitness are family activity. It is more fun, it is more interactive, and you get stuff done, you're with your kids, and there's always the little benefit of teaching kids. The one fun thing my daughter and I do is we listen to a few TED talks together, you know, on topics which she can relate to, you know, creativity, the importance of learning languages and so forth. So we're listening to stuff together, we're having fun, and I promise you it makes for great conversations, and she doesn't feel left out. I
1: like that a lot, yeah, that's really good. So my kids really like TED Talks too, which is really funny, because I didn't know, how old is your daughter?
4: My daughter's just turned eight, so.
1: Yeah, you know what, kids younger and younger really like the TED Talks. Um, that's really great. So when you're working together, you're still spending time together. And, and if you make it fun, they may not realize that it's actually work, right? That's right. Really cooking. amazing.
4: Wow. Yeah. So
1: yes, that works. Awesome. I love it so much. Um, so before we wrap it up today, I did want to share with you a message from our own expert, Michael Koala regarding the subject of home and business. Michael just made a huge shift in his focus And now he's focusing all of his energy on dinner table MBA, as well as conversion starter cards to get our children in a healthier place. This is from an email that Michael sent out this week, letting us know that his previous business will be closing. What you really need to do is to take care of yourself, your family, and create something that's remarkable. Excuse me. I should have had Nate read this.
0: (laughs) You want me to take over?
1: Yeah. Why don't you read it?
0: (laughs) All right. (laughs) What you really need to do is take care of yourself, your family, and create something that's remarkable, that you're proud of, and that will have an impact on the world the way you really want. Don't get caught up in the weeds or the noise of online space. Follow the basic fundamentals of business and take care of yourself, your family, and those you come in touch with.
1: I thought that was really important um, from what Mike sent out because he is You know, he he sold his last three businesses for seven figures and he's giving all of that up to start a business specifically to help parents be able to communicate with their children. And I do suggest that you go to dinnertablemba.com and download. He has a list of 75 questions you can ask your children at the dinner table besides how was your day. And he is trying to get these conversation cards into restaurants around the world to open up the conversation between parents and children. Um, Our children are really missing us. And there's so many entrepreneurs that this is such a very personal topic for me as I teach my very last daughter how to drive. And so this is really important. Nate, why don't you wrap it up?
0: So thank you so much for listening. And if you, yes, you, the one that's listening right now, Felt inspired to take our panelists' advice in your business, and you would like to share what suggestions you used in your business, please let us know. We'd love to hear about all of your successes from listening. You know, the key to making this podcast really work is to hear about the results from the suggestions, not just the suggestions. This allows us to be able to learn from not just one of the experts' point of view, but also the execution of those suggestions that have been provided
1: at this point in our show we would like to share with you the messes that have been cleaned up by our expert panelists who have shared their advice with entrepreneurs who have visited the show since this is a new show we don't have the stories to share with you yet but we will very soon at the messy back end we do things a little bit differently we don't just dish out advice and expect it to work We will give advice to our entrepreneurs who call in or who submit their questions, and then you can come back in 30 days and tell us the results of the advice that was given. Did it work for you? Did it not work for you? What did you try that did work? What questions do you still have? We want to be able to give a full, well-rounded solution to your messy back end. So be sure and join us so that we can hear not only the messy back end, but how you cleaned it up. So be sure to join us, not just for the messy back end, but also the cleanup. Do you have big ideas for your business, but you need a little help with those logistics? Or maybe you've been so busy building your business that you haven't had the time to give your customers that much needed TLC? That's where Pam Langard at Ridgetop Virtual Solutions comes in. She can help with that. RidgetopVirtualSolutions.com from shopping online to determining if Amazon Prime is a good deal for your family, check out truemoneysaver.com and manage your money so you can get more even though you're spending less at truemoneysaver.com. Welcome back to The Messy Backend. We're here today with Lita Green, my good friend who lives just across the hill from me, who is an international speaker, motivator, and best-selling author of the books How to Embrace Your Inner Hotness, And Love Me Too. Lita inspires each of us to embrace what makes us individually hot and amazing. Lita built a multi-million dollar business in the beauty industry and is a sought-after trainer for female entrepreneurs. Her message is one of honoring yourself through being authentic to who you are. It is through humor, stories, and a new way of seeing that every day seeing that every day that makes leaders audiences of all ages want to hold on for more. And I happen to know literally all ages because you recently
5: did a maturation talk. <laughs> to fifth graders. So yes, yes. I've yeah, been doing so, it for a few years, so we don't have enough time to tell the story, but I love being able to make becoming a woman fun. It should not be traumatic, right? Yeah. Girls are girls and women are awesome.
1: Yeah. I I loved that. And you are absolutely perfect for this. I heard you speak a few years ago and the topic that we're covering today is balancing family and, um, and work, especially as female entrepreneurs. And I know that you have children and that you work with children and adults. I just think, you know, besides helping me find my next perfect lipstick, (laughs) you are going to help my listeners really know how, how do you do that? And
5: how do you do it so beautifully? Well, <laughs> I, I put on lipstick. Okay, so <laughs> knowing, <laughs> knowing what was shared earlier in the podcast, I don't want to go over their points, but add to their points because they were excellent. So that they're not like, wait a minute, we get the same content, what? Um, so I have a principle that um, in my first TEDx talk, I talk about, but it's called vanity prayers. And of course, being in the beauty world, a little bit of explanation I got into beauty I got into beauty because I could do it while being a mom and I happened to be really good with color but it wasn't like I was you know 12 year old you know stealing everyone's beauty products it just made a lot of sense to be in a multi-billion dollar industry that everybody you know Henry Ford said you're gonna sell something sell something no one else has everyone uses and gets used up so it's just a very smart um, process for me but I'm not that girly girl in fact you know I look amazing right but I've spent less than 20 minutes this morning getting ready. So it's about how little I can do to make sure I am presentable. Right? So I've got it down to a science for me. So that's one of the things that I've helped women with, but how that relates to our conversation today is when we're getting ready for the day, we're usually doing it out of a place of shame. And I believe that shame is from he who is poopy. We're like, I'm not thin enough. I I'm wrinkled. Oh, you know, I have to get all dressed up or they're going to judge me, right? That we're doing it from this place of, this is what I have to do.
1: You and know, I really like that because you're so right. Even though you said like you're doing it from a place of shame, we are doing it a lot of times for other people, not
5: for ourselves. Right. I never thought about that. That's a really good point. And women get dressed to impress other women. Like you want to see when you're the most neurotic is when you know, you're going to be in a room full of women, (laughs) right? And I've made it simple that I have like kind of my uniform that I wear for networking and kind of my uniform that I wear for speaking, but I've just made it very systemized. But first you have to tweak the attitude because you put all the systems in place. It doesn't matter if the, the attitude coming at it is this is a have to. And life is meant to be fun and life is meant to be enjoyable. That doesn't mean we're not going to have bad days. But everything, something we're doing every single day, if we're doing it because we have to, it literally sucks our brain energy, right? Sure, our brains definitely. cannot be creative. Our brains cannot be in this like, oh, what if this today, right? It's not going to be in a problem solving mode. And so this is what I recommend is that when you go into your bathroom, Right. And yes, that means your children may be screaming at the door. Like I joke, I have a whole entire beauty team helping me get ready. Right. Or hands coming underneath the door. like yeah, Right. You know, it's like, like kids wonder why I pee with the door semi open today. They're 16, 14 and 10. And it's like, because you guys screamed if I locked the door and, you know, it's hard to go over there and trickle, you know, across <laughs> the bathroom floor because you're freaking out, you know, so I'm like, just. Just going to have to give mama some time to figure it out. Right. It's that but- messy back end. We all have <laughs> Oh, <one. laughs> Literally we heard about the messy back end. Right. <laughs> so um, I, you know, when I was getting ready, I'd be like, okay, what are you going to be doing? Well, I'm going to be going doing this. And this is good for getting dressed. This is good for, you know, setting up business, which could be another topic of how I would set up time with a two-year-old that I could get some work done law of force deficiency and motherhood, right? You know, we need to get something done. We make it happen. But I would give my kids a task of maybe even just watching Dora so that I could get dressed for a minute. Right? Right. Yeah. And I go into the bathroom instead of that weight that we have, I'd be like, wait, okay. Very consciously shedding that. Now I'm at-
1: that girl, you, have you seen that video of that girl who's standing on the bathroom counter? She has like this big hair. It's like 15 so, years no, old. It's right? like, She's, it's like, in like her what 20s I'm now. teaching
5: you right now. Like friends okay. have, I've had that sent to me like 20 different times really? <laughs> hearing me share this principle. And I'm like, and they're like, Lita, was this you growing up? I <laughs> wish that were me growing like, up. I was totally blonde when I was a little girl. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was totally shy and broken as a little girl. So <laughs> who knew yeah. I would grew up to be this awesome. Right. <laughs> right. But um, and it's a long story that I share in my speaking about how I got to this principle, but we only get so much time and it is how I go into that bathroom. I shed the negativity. I look at my schedule and I see what the expectation for me as far as professionalism. So can I just wear my t-shirt and jeans or do I need to have on some nice slacks and a nice blouse, you know, so that I only can ha- need to do this once for today.
3: Cause you know, Good I point. can go to yeah.
5: play, play group looking this way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I'm super formal, I don't need to be changing, but that does save you that time just to get dressed once for the day. That's right? a good tip. <laughs> I know it seems, <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> it seems really easy. It really does. I mean, and of course, you know, I always get mad at my daughters cause they change their clothes 15 times, but right. I would do that too. I would be like, get up and do this for this part of the day, this for this part. But that is, I mean, that's just gold mine right there. Yeah, Just having
5: as simple as, you know, jeans with a nice blazer, right. If yeah. you have to go be professional, And so just kind of understanding clothing and I teach a workshop on this, but, you know, just getting dressed once for the day. And then I get, when I'm putting everything on my body, I'm very conscious about what I'm thinking and I don't say anything to me that I would not say to a child. And I would not say to a child, wow, you're really fat. Yeah. Wow. You call that a professional
1: look Or, or anything you would want your children saying to themselves either.
5: Right. Because our self-talk becomes their self-talk. And this yeah. is why it's important as an entrepreneur mm. is we, we go and we put this mask on of like, look, I'm professional. How about we just are professional? How about, you know, instead of putting on this mask of, I am confident, how about just be confident? And the way to become those things is to work on those things. Right. I love that. Oh, I'm so yeah, in love I mean, with this. Yeah, but instead of just getting ready and being like, okay, this is what I have to do to look like this this becomes now a symbol of the reflection of the work I've done mentally and emotionally to get ready for my day. Yeah. Right. Yes. And then I had the same conversation with my children of like, mommy's gotten dressed up like this today because later mommy's going to have a client. And so all throughout the day, I'm like, Hey, mommy's going to have a client or two clients or whatever i had set up for happening. I'm, ta- I'm imagining kids at a very young age for listeners there where now I don't have to announce to my 16 year old, Mommy's looking really good because mommy's gonna make some dough today. You know, oh, I don't yes, eat- you do.
1: Yes, oh, no, you they do. They know it. They you know have- it. <laughs> right, but you still have to tell them. I mean, my kids are teenagers, and I have to tell
5: them the same thing. Like, mommy looks good today because we're. <laughs> yeah, well, the other day, my son, I was walking. out, He goes, "Mom, you look really great," and I was like, "Keep nice. the up, son." And I might. Oh, wait! I already got you a car, so I don't- <laughs> I don't know what else you're wanting from me here. <laughs> No, it's good. Girl, girls like a boy that can compliment. You know, absolutely. So I'm being very intentional about how I'm presenting myself to me. I love it. That that presentation to me and how I'm approaching me really is the the secret sauce of confidence and happiness and all of that. And so we're not pretending as entrepreneurs. We're not pretending as happy moms. We're not pretending as we are literally step by step working on that. Right. And I, I call that, that vanity prayers because it's at your vanity. And we've been told as women that any time and effort we put on ourselves is vain or selfishness. But we if have you look, been. If you look at the scriptural account, yeah, it talks about how women were pleasing and beautiful. And hmm, right? There's a there's a vanity from what the word means. Is when I sit there and go, "Oh, well, I look better than Sheila," or Sheila looking comparing. at me, going, "I look better than Lita." It's yes. when we're minimizing or comparing ourselves. But yet, that's what we're doing every day. When we go to the bathroom, we're comparing ourselves to Beyonce. I mean, I know Beyonce and I could, and I could be mixed up as twins. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I tell people all the time, like, who do you get confused for? And I'm like, Beyonce, I think that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, if you're that's
1: at home compare. listening right now on the podcast, get on the website, go to LitaGreen.com. Wait, is it LitaGreen.com? Yeah, I Lita feel really Lita. bad. Okay, yeah.
5: That's what I thought. And I was like, go to Lita
1: Green with an E on the end of green and just check because she looks like Beyonce.
5: Yeah. Completely, you know. Totally. So, and we're making, uh, you know, a fun joke, right? Yeah, that's yeah. What we do is we're comparing ourselves to celebrities, where their job is literally to look good, and we're comparing our worst to others' best, not just in our image, but in our mindset, in our our paycheck, in the lady that's kids are all sitting there perfectly at the park, and ours are running around flipping bur- burgers at each other. Right. And I'm not talking about the food. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, and I think when you say I look like Beyonce. I think you're, because you are one of the stronger people I've ever met. Like your self, uh, your self value. And cause I don't want to say it's self-esteem cause it's, it's self value. Like you are so on who because you I'm are that right, comparatively. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could stand up to Beyonce because of that. And I, I wonder, is that how you got, I'm totally changing the topic. Is that how you got that self-confidence is being able to stand up in front of yourself and saying, I'm doing this for me. I am amazing. And today, this is what I'm going to do. And just making sure that you're strong
5: for yourself. There's nothing vain about being strong for yourself. It doesn't take from anyone else. No, it does not take away from anyone else. I mean, that I like me does not hurt Sheila. Exactly. That inspires you because you're like, you're one of the most confident, like what people I know. And that is what I, that is my main core principle that I teach. I am a confidence expert. You know, I didn't go to college for that. It kind of, but this is one of my main principles that I teach that I think is a foundation because 83% of our brain is naturally negative. We are naturally thinking negative thoughts. And so if you don't replace those negative thoughts with empowering thoughts with, I can do this thoughts, then throughout your day and throughout your business, you are going to be sabotaging you.
1: Yeah. Right, wow. and so
5: this is a principle I learned at fifteen. It basically changed the course of my life. That I had to practice a new way of thinking of myself, and nobody can validate you into self acceptance. That is you true. That is true. Into, you can't coach yourself into self acceptance, right? Mm-hmm. You have to. If you're given a tool, you have to use the tool. Nobody can call you up and be like, "Now, did you your vanity prayer today?" Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's about you being like, "I." and willing to work on me enough that I'm going to utilize and implement this tool that I've been given. And any tool we can build, whatever it is the tool is meant to build.
1: Yeah. I am so in love with this. I mean, the topic is balancing, uh, home and work. And if you aren't balanced you can't balance the other two. And that's kind of why I wanted to take this topic, this direction, especially as women. I know there's a lot of male, um, you know, a lot of male entrepreneurs who have the same problem. Yeah.
5: Women do. They're just not getting cultural permission to be as open with their feelings as we are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like we talked about prior to starting the recording. I, st- there was a research study that I saw. I wish I could remember. I have the reference somewhere where they did a study of women and the average woman says that they spend 17 minutes a week on themselves. That's only like 58 minutes a, a month. And, and that's just ridiculous. Let's double that or right. let's make that 17 minutes
5: a day. Well, I'm, spe- I spent yeah. minutes a day so, I mean, telling Lita how awesome she was going to be for today and that she's prepared and she's awesome and ready. So that, so yeah. And doing- look at you. Yeah, you know, there you go, right? There you go. 20 times seven. I don't know what that is off the dot of my head. Is
1: that I'm so bad at math.
5: I, sure. I don't know. I'm so bad at yeah.
1: math. But that, that's still, <laughs> you're, you're already a, ahead of the average woman because, but the, the fact is, is that if we don't take time for ourselves, we can't do anything else. And I actually read a quote um, before this recording um, about Mike Koala, our, our expert, who said that specifically what you need to do in business. I don't care what any of the other experts tell you is you have to take care of yourself and you have to take care of your family.
5: And Those that is are the not most
1: important things, not selfish.
5: It's not selfish. Yeah, we wear this badge of honor of I've sacrificed everything for everyone else. And why would somebody want to work or hire or trust a person who can't even trust themselves with enough care and love to yeah. show up on purpose?
1: Yeah. Because I mean, I have to say, so I I told you earlier that I thought you were one of the most confident people that I know. I'm probably one of the least confident, but I mean, that's what we do to ourselves, right? Is we look at ourselves very differently than the way other people do. But when I met you, I didn't feel overpowered by your confidence. What I saw was inner confidence that made me feel stronger. Right. So that's what you have to go for. I mean, Mike talked about, um, in one of our last podcasts about, um business owners need to be humble and there is all kinds of of uh, strength in being humble and confident and they are
5: not conflicting they are not conflicting at all cuz if you are truly confident you want feedback right and you want to help and serve people that's yeah. your whole purpose and, you know when we are being assertive you know we're overpowering someone else that really is coming from a place of insecurity and yeah. i know that i have developed the gift that I can walk into a room and set the tone, which, you know, comes in handy as a speaker and it sure comes in handy as a mom, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I know that I've developed that gift, but it's, it's to be an inspiration. And thank you for the nice compliment because I would be devastated if somebody was like, oh, Alita made me feel worse about me, right? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we also can't take responsibility for how other people are perceiving us. Oh, definitely. And you we, we can't. So, that there's a fine line there that if we're showing up in a true and authentic and who we are kind of place. I mean, I've had people get mad at me for saying things that I never, 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 ever would have said, but just because I'm powerful, they want to have someone they can attack or whatever. So if, if people are not perceiving us the way that we want to, we can take that as feedback to say, okay, how can I tweak? Like how can I be showing up better, but not to, to realize where the feedback could be coming from too. There's, there's an assessment that happens, you know, like a business expense. Is this something I'm going to put in my bank or is this something I'm going to withdraw? Definitely, definitely. Definitely. Lita,
1: you are amazing. We are definitely going to be having you back for lots of different episodes. I mean, there are so many things that I know that you can share with us. So I appreciate you so much for your time and for sharing your knowledge and your confidence with us. And welcome. your beautiful lipstick, for those of you who are watching the video. <laughs> uh, if you're listening, you're missing out. It's great lipstick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, remember, if you are an entrepreneur with a messy backend and you would like to have some personalized advice from our experts, give us a call at 801 801- Eight one zero six seven two six, or visit us at themessybackend.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or by visiting themessybackend.com slash subscribe for all the other platforms so you never miss an episode.
0: A big thank you to our entrepreneurs and listeners like you who provide us with their questions and messages so we can help each other learn and become more successful. Also, a big thank you to our expert panelists, Pooja Krishna, David Egertson, and Trish Thomason. And a big thank you to our guest expert, Lita Green. Thank you for your time and expertise in helping us clean up messy backends all over the world.
1: A big thank you to my co-host, Nate Tucker, who helps bring out your inner beauty and vision through coaching, photography, and video at laughingwithnate.com. Stanley Bostwick, who helped us, well... Let's face it, he actually did our audio and video editing. And believe me, that was a big, messy back end. Cassandra Boswick, my beautiful daughter, who is a much better writer than I, who helped with the show notes and editing. Remember, if it tires you out, hire it out. Put your business on autopilot so you can actually live your life. Visit lockandloadmarketing.com for more than just marketing. We clean up and help with the messy back end, but we also make the front end look beautiful.
0: Well, that's all we have for today's episode of The the, the, the Messy Back End. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone. Every business has a messy back end
5: that needs a little attention.